I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hell or High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Hey there, sports fans! I'm Ted Orkbane. And I'm Bob Bloodheart. And you're joining us here at the grand final of the Faerun's Under-7's Junior Judo Championship. Kyle Whitaker is facing up against newcomer six-year-old Wenley Hispers, who has made quite the impact in this tournament, managing to win every match so far without conceding a single point. What do you think has been the secret to his success, Ted? He has excellent form, Bob. Something you just don't see in a lot of fighters this young. Thanks, Ted. The competitors are stepping onto the mat. Standing at six feet tall and weighing in at 180 pounds, Wendley Spurs. And his opponent, standing at three feet four inches and weighing in at 45 pounds, I have to say, Kyle is looking frightened already, Ted. He seems to be begging his coach not to make him fight. The match hasn't even begun, and little Kyle Whitaker is already crying and saying he wants to go home. This is not a good look for him. No, it is not. Judo kick! And Kyle Whitaker is down with a crushing blow to the head. He's not crying anymore. (laughs) Oh, he's not doing anything anymore, Bob. He's completely unconscious. This has to be a record for the fastest victory ever in an under-7s judo final. And Wenley Hispers is presented with a well-earned trophy. That six-year-old boy has a bright future ahead of him. Yes! Yes! I am invincible! Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Hell or High Rollers! Yeah! Alright, we are back folks with another fantastic episode. So let's, well we don't know if it's going to be, no it is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I've don't decided. start it off so negatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry that's well, you know. Let's yeah, just be great. agree, let's just agree that this is going to be the best episode. I yeah, think so. It is, it yeah. is. Yeah. Episode 15. So why don't we start, let's go round. Chris, let's start with you. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung who is a barbarian Goliath. And a little interesting thing about Glubrick is that he was on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> but unlike like Wheel of Fortune that's in, in our world, that dated show, in Faerun, it's actually a very thrilling, high-stakes game show. And it's, you know, if you get the wrong slice of that pie, is that what you'd call the sections in yeah. the wheel? Yeah. It's slice wish. of a pie? Yeah. I don't think they call it that. I don't I think, think they like, do. let's yeah, they do a slice of the I've pie. Decided, yeah. But in yeah, the you, pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to get the wrong slice of the pie, then some awful, awful things can happen. Like what? Uh, well, you've got instant death, obviously. Uh, who would... Two 
this game show. Instant oh, death. no, because the grand the, the, the grand prize is amazing. Ah, uh, you so, see. So, you know, but yeah. you've got instant death, you've got, you know, a date with seven crabs, you've got, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Glee instantly break. have four children. What a glue Whoa. <laughs> really like nasty That children. is the worst one. Yeah, Instantly no have four yeah. children mm-hmm. and they're awful. And you yeah, go, you're yeah, responsible for you. them. High, the grand stakes. Price, high stakes game. High stakes game. What is but the grand prize? Like a ride on a dragon. That's not that great. That is not worth it. That is not That's worth, not worth it. it. That is. <laughs> I would for fame. So you would risk, let's just clarify, you would, <laughs> risk, you would risk having four children immediately or instant death to ride a dragon. He, yeah. He okay, really now we know. Ride a dragon. Now but it's know. like, you know, some people be like gold, but people have different, like, you know, values. But his, what did his, he his win value. when he was on it? What, ha- what did he, oh, what he was the outcome? Oh, he broke the wheel. Like, it oh. just, oh, he pulled it down. So, <laughs> okay. so it, like, he was kicked off the show. I, so. would, I think I would risk instant death for a date with seven crabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely would. He'd be fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Glubrick Bumble Dung. <sighs> Hi, I'm Ellie Morris and I play Ghoul, who is uh, an adorable five inch tall sentient mushroom named Ghoul. Comes from the forest. He is cute. He's fun. He's insecure, but hey, who isn't? Um, <laughs> a little fact about Ghoul Ghoul was brought on actually as a consultant in the writer's room for the hit HBO show, The Last of Us, as kind of a, a fungus consultant on that kind of side of the science. <laughs> Um, but he walked. He quit the show. He quit the project because he thought that Fungus was getting a bad name. Wow. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's so fair. It does get a bad name in that show. Yeah, it does. Misrepresentation of Fungus. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's just trying to survive, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Hello, I'm Adam Megiddo and I play the role of Eric Sanguinius, the human necromancer who lives alone in the high tower in the Rodney Marsh. Eric's brothers live by the motto, live fast, die young. But <laughs> we know that that won't work for Eric. So Eric's motto is live slow, already dead. Ah, <laughs> nice. nice. Very nice. Get that on a t-shirt. And hello, I'm Henry Shields and I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. Jack of all trades, master of all trades. <laughs> He's running out. He's running dry. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Human ranger, time waster, different brands of water taster. Uh, Henley, Henley spent a lot of time refining his palate to the point where he can tell the difference between different brands of water. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt this. I'm actually <laughs> fully on board with this because I hate when people go, what does the water taste like? like? And they're just like, there's water. Sometimes like, no, it tastes not. gross. They do taste yeah. different. And I, 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 yeah, so I'm, I'm with Henley on this. Absolutely. Henley and Henley's tears being the, the brand of choice, I guess. No, he wouldn't drink his own tears. That's gross. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> how, it, how much would Henley pay? The, there's no limit. If it was a, the right um, <laughs> the right water, he'd pay anything, up to and including his his own child's life. <laughs> <laughs> so for more, if, if, if you want to hear more fantastic comedy like that from me, <laughs> and our team. Uh, I, I've been asked to mention that we have another campaign called Elsewhere, which is available on Patreon only. Patreon exclusive campaign. It's a side campaign in the universe of Hello High Rollers, and it's set, it's sort of a prequel to Hello High Rollers, and it follows the group of heroes that killed the villains in Hello High Rollers. You can listen to that now on Patreon. There are four episodes up. Uh, they're a bit longer than the uh, than our standard Hello High Rollers episodes, and there will be more coming out. They come out roughly once a month and it's really funny and good and it, you should check it out and that's all the information you're going to get you want to hear more you got to go and listen thank you <laughs> <laughs> and let us begin episode 15 of hell or high rollers <laughs> oh yeah best episode so we last left the happy boys it had just been revealed that lady ingano the arch devil of the fourth layer had in fact been in disguise as Eric the entire time. And she had tricked you into making choices that ultimately ended in her taking a piece of each of your souls. And she opened a portal and you saw Eric slumped over on the ground crying and she disappeared as you leapt towards Eric through that portal. Now, before we start, I just want to remind you guys and our listeners that Gluebrick, you have a special feature that you can see five seconds into the future. Mm. Henley, you got a roll on the wild magic table whenever you get a natural one. Yes. Eric, you can see into all planes of existence whenever you choose. However, Ghoul, you have lost a piece of your soul, but you also lost the spectral wolf when you uh, swapped (gasps) for Henley's. So... Yes. 
Ellie Morris slash ghoul, can you roll me a D10? Oh my god, yeah. Oh, my giddy aunt. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Two. Mm -hmm. Ghoul. Yes. You have an infernal curse. (gasps) Oh, that sounds not fun. If you touch any other creature, friendly or otherwise, you immediately deal 1d6 damage. Oh, oh God. That's, that's good for... Go- oh, I'm not cursed. I'm the cursed bringer. Yeah. Oh, that's why you're evil. That's why you're in hell. You instantly think that's a positive thing. <laughs> you can't <laughs> ever touch another My living creature. My eyes are lit up with power. <laughs> However, the d6 increases by one with each level you gain. Oh, oh gosh. So you so- will deal... 4d6 damage to any creature you touch. Wow. So we Whoa. must not touch the mushroom. Like a fungus. Like a deadly fungus. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like a deadly, yeah, deadly fungus. Super deadly. We can't, we can't pick you up anymore or throw you. Well, <laughs> can, we, yes. can we touch Can we touch Ghoul? Uh, yeah, but you'll take one. Uh, you'll take 46 damage. Wow. Ooh, what if we touch him with gloves on? Yeah, maybe there's some, maybe you'll stumble across some infernal gloves. <laughs> I was about to say, there's some just kind a of weird, loophole. easy loophole. <laughs> what if we wrap him in a towel? <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking wrap me! Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> wow, I love that. Okay, great. I'm ready. So, Henley and Glubrick, you have now lost two soul lives. Now, you don't have to roll on the uh, the death mechanics table. However, you are more fiendish, more devilish. So, you will take double damage from all radiant damage. Oh, wow. Okay. So, let's hope you don't meet any angels on your travels. Also, yeah. we have tails now, right? Yep, you got fancy tails. Tail bros. Do tails yeah. count as a like a limb? Can we use that as a weapon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, you can use it as. Uh, right. oh, I'll tell you what, a tail whip. You can mm-hmm. use. Uh, we'll do one d four damage. I like that. Great, that's amazing. Also, Henley. I know we haven't really started yet, but Henley just goes over to Glubrick and silently intertwines his tail with Glubrick's tail. <laughs> yeah, it's like a silhouette. It's yeah. The shots from behind us, and you just see our tails. Just yeah, just connected. wrap around each other. We're looking in different directions, like we're not doing it, but the tails just wrap around. <laughs> so lovely. <laughs> And in between, ghoul's eyes burn with a fiery infernal curse. (laughs) No one touch that mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) So before we start with you three, we're just going to cut over to Eric. And we're just going to rewind slightly before the portal's opened. And we're just going to check in on Eric and see how he's doing. So Eric, you have stepped through into a a different realm. And it's... uh, it's, it has a gloomy darkness, but this is a more familiar darkness. And your feet splash into a shallow puddle, and you look up and you see dark clouds loom and form around a mighty tower. You are stood in front of High Viz Tower. Now, as you track from the top to the bottom of the tower, the peace of this moment is shattered by a blood chilling scream. You see Thunder wrapped in webbing and pinned to the base of the tower and her face is etched with terror and she has been severely bloodied and battered and she just screams Eric, Eric help, help me! me. Thunder, Thunder, I'm coming! <laughs> and are you running towards the tower? Absolutely. So the second you take a step towards the tower, the entire tower collapses <gasps> falling stone by stone tumbling to the ground and straight onto Thunder. You dash towards the wreckage and you see Thunden's lifeless body amidst the rubble. You blink and you are thrown backwards. Your foot splashes into a shallow puddle and you look up and you see the tower restored again. You hear a blood-chilling scream followed by, Eric, help me! And you take 2d8 psychic damage. Oh, oh, wow. Ouchie. That is, that's powerful. I take 10 points of psychic damage. Yowch. Yowch. And you're back at the start. Uh, Well, this time I don't move. I just try and take in the scene a little bit more. Okay, as you look, you just keep hearing screams from Thunden saying, Eric, what are you doing? Why are you standing there? Help me, help me. Uh, Perhaps this is another trick, another trap. Um, I I look around for any other sort of inspiration. And you are just in a a kind of gloomy swampland. You recognise the swamps. It's exactly the same as you remember. All right, uh, so I'm looking around and um, there's, there's nobody else around? Nope, nobody else. And how far away is she? She's about 50 feet. 50 feet. Um, I, I'll try and cast. I don't even know what to cast. Ah! Um, uh, uh, I... Look, uh, find familiar. Let's summon a toad. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and go leave my spell on this. So invisibility. Uh, then, then she won't see me. If she can't see me. She can't complain. No. Um, <laughs> a, a charm person. Maybe she'll be happy when she dies. False life. False life. I'm living a false life now. And I collapsed my knees crying. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so as you collapse to your knees crying, you see a portal open next to you. Uh, you hear the distant booming laugh of the archdevil, and you see the rest of the happy boys come tearing through the portal and arrive next to you. Happy boys! Eric! Eric! Where have you been? I run to hug Ghoul. Oh, oh, no, 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 don't touch her, touch her, Can't don't touch her. <laughs> what, what, what? what? Oh, yes, I'm a god now. Oh, <laughs> maybe later you can explain. My, my dear friends, uh, there's so much happening. Thunden, remember Thunden. Look, look. And I point towards where she's uh, trapped. Eric, we've been through some weird stuff in the last, I don't even know how long. Time is weird here. But, but, but whatever you do, don't do the thing you think you should do. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> so whatever the good thing to do is, don't do that. Do the bad thing. So I think you should probably, do you have a fireball? I think you should kill her. But don't, no, don't do the bad no, thing. It wasn't the bad thing. It was do, do the thing that is really good, even though you don't think it's good. Are you on drugs? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> we were in that, like, honey. Oh, no, hang on. What do I sell? Jam. <laughs> we were in that jam <laughs> for quite a while. So maybe we are off our face. <laughs> we are trapped in a terrible time loop. I think if I take another step towards her, the same thing will happen again. And believe me, the consequences are grave. Well, Eric, we have all lost a piece of our souls. <gasps> Three whole pieces. Together, one full soul lost in one fell swoop. We must try and... Keep hold of yours. What do we do? Look at her. Look at her terrible agony and suffering. I mean, we could just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot walk away but from the woman I love. she's not real, Eric. This is, none of this is real. Maybe we're not even real. Uh, actually, hang on. Fuck this. You, you, you did betray us back in there. That was, that was Eric, right? No, wasn't that it? wasn't no, Eric. No, that was Ingano in disguise. Someone was word. disguised as you, Eric. Yeah, they tricked us. Look, Eric, she isn't real. But my guess is that what you have to do here is do the right thing, which is to let her go. Let her go? You have more important things to worry about, Eric. Your friends need you. You're on a journey to get out of hell. We you need you, Eric. I take a moment and then I consider the 10 years I spent pursuing, or the more than 10 years I spent pursuing Lucinda Whitglade as a youth. And then I turn my back on Thunden. Oh, and are you walking away? Yes, crying. You can do it, Eric. You got this, Eric. Come on, we're here with you. And with my tail, I just put my tail over your shoulder. Creepy. And I put my tail over the other shoulder. Creepier. And we <laughs> don't touch me. And, <laughs> yeah. Raises his little hand and then puts it down again. Then the happy boys walk away. And as you walk away, you hear the screams of Thunden dissolve into a menacing cackle. And the scene dis dissolves and fades, and you are back on the fourth layer of hell. And the, uh, the cackle rings louder as you are in this kind of endless abyss of darkness. And in front of you appears in her true form, Lady Ingano. And she says, Well done, little mortals. You have been truly wonderful to play with. Selfish, callous, and you have shown a marvellous disregard for the value of others' lives. However, our fun is over, unfortunately for you. I have received word from the other layers that the happy boys have in fact been very naughty boys. You have been running rampage through the layers of hell, but sadly, that ends here. Other archdevils seem to have underestimated you. I will not make the same mistake. Boo. <laughs> boo. Yeah, boo. Boo. Yeah, it's really pissing up. Boo. boo. Oh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Stop booing me. <laughs> I have an extremely high charisma score. <laughs> <laughs> and as you boo Lady Ingano, three jelly-like orbs almost look like kind of alien eggs rise out of the ground around her. And she lets out a mighty screech. And all of you roll me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Ooh. 
Natural 20. Nice. Yeah. 19. Nice try, Chris. Seven. <laughs> and I got 10. So, Eric and Henley, you are fired backwards as a distortion of reality hits you, and you both take 10 damage. Oh. Do we have like. Is this, can anyone apart from Henley heal? Ghouls, ghouls, druid, druids can heal. Yeah, I've got healing word. But it is word, right? I think you have to touch us. That's a nightmare. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happens there? Does it just Damn cancel it. it out and then? Yeah. Uh, we'll say that you can heal the difference if the healing is more than the damage. Oh, oh, uh, brutal. That is <laughs> brutal. Oh, man. Right. Okay, yeah, sweet potion touch. <laughs> so, guys, all of you, roll me initiative. Let's play some fucking D and D. After all this time, you never do that. <laughs> the one time I don't have any weapons as well. Completely. <laughs> I'm, I'm also, I'm also well. almost dead, but like I've got very few hit points. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, God. But hey, we're it's a team. The, it's the thought that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's twenty-three. I've got twenty-one. Nineteen. Eric got a five. Oh, Eric. <laughs> no, he's, oh, having a he's shotgun. not doing okay. No, Eric's having a bad. One. It's because oh. you're still thinking about how you let your your partner die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's got to hurt. Just to clarify, Adam, are you on? Four hit points. I am on four hit points. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, first up in battle is Gluebrick Bumbledung. Hello. So, what can I see? Is she she's standing in front of me? What does she look like, Dave? She looks fucking cool, actually. <laughs> she's kind of like quite tall, slender, with a huge metal mask on her face and long black kind of flowing robes. But the robes don't look like material. They look like... They're made of shadows. That does sound cool. cool. Yeah. That does sound cool. Guys, I have a rogue idea. Portal! <laughs> and yet a portal <laughs> appears next to you. Get in here with me. Why? In your, in this your, is a chase. We're going to go into your dreams. <laughs> we're going to go into my dreams and see what happens in it's there. It's Nightmare it on Elm Street. <laughs> right, everyone, quickly. Can we try that? Is that a good idea? Yeah. It's a fun idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, definitely. So, Gluebrick, you go through the portal first and roll me a wisdom saving throw. I'm doing very well. 16. That is just enough for you to take half damage. What? <gasps> oh, oh, God. So you oh. fly through the portal and you land right next to Lady Agado and she just smashes you with a psionic blast. Bad that game. was your action, that was a really and bad you game. take nine damage. Whoa, that was half. Wow, okay, Ghoul was about to follow, and then has just like slowly backed away. <laughs> okay, the portal thing didn't work, guys. <laughs> Ghoul, just can go I, and hug her. Um, can I just, <laughs> as my bonus, as, as I get punched back, I just whack myself in the chest, and I'm in rage, but completely controlled, and I look elegant. You sound very calm for a man who's gone into rage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. So smash, smash, smash time, hit myself, and I'm like, here we go, motherfuckers. <laughs> And now we're really yeah, excited. Yeah, there really he is. Excited. And now it is Henley Whispers. Okay, so Henley's flying through the air, right? <laughs> right. I've just tumbled to the ground. What happened? I got hit by a thing. Yeah, you you got uh you got hit with a distortion of reality, and you've been you've not been knocked prone, but you've been knocked back. Okay. Did did she summon some eggs? Am I right in thinking that? Alien eggs. Yeah, yeah. There's little eggs around her. Three little eggs. Okay, those those seem bad. But what I'm going to do is ignore those. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on her. Nice. Uh, which allows me to add. 1d6 to any damage I deal to her. Excellent, yeah. And then I'm going to draw my bow. I'm going to take a shot and I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, Ingar, not today. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and fire my longbow. <laughs> Great, roll me an attack. Oh, it's uh, it's 16. Yeah, your arrow thuds into her chest. Roll me damage. Excellent. Uh, so I get an extra d6 to add to this. Nice. 13 damage. She takes 13 damage and she chuckles. <laughs> oh, funny, isn't it? <laughs> I don't get what what why I don't know I'm just trying to stay on top of things she's very charismatic oh. <laughs> and it is Lady Ingano's turn Ooh. and she just mutters something under her breath what's that speak up <laughs> <laughs> Her body splits into three separate images, and there are now three Lady Ingardos hovering around you. Oh. oh no. Her laugh echoes around, and you have no idea which one is the real one. And it is now Ghoul's turn. All right. Uh, hello there. 
and Ghoul just reaches out his hand for a little handshake. Uh, so you moving towards one of the images? Spooky handshake. Yes. <laughs> do it, do it. Don't say spooky handshake. It's a spooky, I mean, it's a normal handshake. Yeah. And so you try oh. to get her to shake your hand. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's. <laughs> okay. So roll me a, uh, roll me a persuasion check. Okay. It's not good. It's not good. It's a nine. It's a nine. Yeah, she doesn't fall for it. And she, uh, the three images just simultaneously laugh at your handshake offer. Do you want to use your movement or is that your full turn? Oh, well, I can't do a spell, can I? Yeah, yeah you could do a spell. Okay, then I'm going to choose Polymorph uh, and I'm going to try and transform her into a beetle. <laughs> if you roll high, that could work and the fight is over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I've just checked. She is not immune to polymorph. Oh, great. Okay. Woo! Great. So she is going to roll a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC, which is 14. Great. And she gets a <gasps> 17. No! Oh. You, have, you have an inspiration. Can you use your inspiration to give her a disadvantage? Or I, I'm going to do that. You're going to use it to get... Okay, yeah, I'll yes. let you do that. And she rolls a she rolls a nine. Oh! So your polymorph has worked now. Nine nine beetle time! <laughs> <laughs> so roll me a d20. Yeah. Six. So you attack one of the mirror images and turn uh, that into a beetle. Okay, cool. So then. there are now two images left. There is one image down and a tiny beetle just scuttles off into the shadows. Okay. Oh, it's gone. We don't even have to kill it. There are three versions of yeah. that. Two of them are illusions. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. Is she laughing now? She's sort of uh, smirking. But oh, it's she's cool. So funny. <laughs> yeah, she she finds this <laughs> all very amusing. She's got a sense of humor. That's true. Nice. That she does. True. So now one of the orbs at her feet begins to glow. Oh, yeah, those and I'm gonna roll a random d4 to see who this affects. Eric, roll me an intelligence saving throw. Oh man. Oh, Eric's almost dead already. Okay, these new dice are going back to the shop. Oh. <laughs> these new dice are. Excuse me, sir. You sold me cursed dice. <laughs> Where did you get? Which marketplace did you get? <laughs> okay, so it's plus five, so eight. You feel a darkness grip your mind, and suddenly you feel a memory being taken from you Ooh. and is sucked from you and put into the orb. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you what it is on Lady Ingano's next turn. Oh, no, what was that? Eric, it is your turn. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, I just lost a memory, but maybe it was a bad one. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's better to to get rid of that. I think I'm going to have to bolster my terrible hit points by casting false life upon myself, bolstering myself with a necromantic facsimile of life. Curious as to what that actually means. You gain D4 plus 4 temporary hit. Necromantic facsimile of life. Delicious. It's like a bit of death, but looks... Anyway, D4 plus 4 hit points. (laughs) Oh, God, the minimum... On the new dice, uh, one, so five. I've got five extra hit points, temporarily. Add yourself five temporary hit points. Oh, God, that was miserable. We need to heal Eric. Great, and is that your... That's Eric's turn. That is as much as I can do. Now, it is another of the orbs turns. Glubrick, roll me an intelligent saving throw. Oh, God, I forgot I'm dumb. Ten! <laughs> you feel, again, a darkness consume you as the orb glows, and a memory is taken from you. Go! Oh, do I feel it? You feel it go. You don't know what it is yet, but you feel something has been taken from you. Guys, can I just say, if we can't kill a couple of eggs, that would be really embarrassing for us. <laughs> and finally, Henley, roll me an intelligent saving throw. It's a four. Again, the orb glows, and a memory is taken oh. from you. Maybe bad. <laughs> and now, one, isn't it? Lady Ingano has a lair action. Oh, no. She is stood next to Glubrick. And next to you, Glubrick, a uh, image of your father appears holding an iron poker. And he is stalking his way towards you. I know this isn't real. He's not even here, is he? So are you trying to determine whether it's real or not? Oh, can I do a roll for that? Yeah, yeah. You can roll an investigation check. 
Oh, six. You take 1d6 damage as your father bludgeons you with a fire poker. Damn it, he's Whoa. real. That is six as well. Wow. Oh, no. This is going terribly. Don't worry, guys, I'm really strong. Oh, no. No, I'm not. Next up, Glubrick, it is your turn. Well, fuck you, papa. And I need a weapon. So I'm going to try as an action. Do you think I can do this? Can I try and take the poker and stab him? Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to you reaching out to grab the poker. Yeah. As you reach out to grab it, your hand just goes straight through it. That is not... No, that's not fair. That is not <laughs> fair in any way. There has to be a consistency. <laughs> You can roll another investigation check. Oh, 17. You realize the image is not real. Well, that was good. That but, how, how, did it, how did it hit you? <laughs> but how did it, yeah. Okay. Is it, oh, God, I can't take the poker. Would you, oh. hold on. Do you want to play some, do you want to know, do you want to hear the rules, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The target believes the image is real and it does psychic damage if the target believes it is real. Yeah. Oh, but you can't hold it. Don't believe it. It is a spell called Phantasmal Force. When uh, you do an investigation check and you realise it isn't real, it no longer damages you. Not Dave's all... words, the words of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Ever heard yeah. of it, Chris? <laughs> yeah, shit, Chris, back <laughs> off. Okay, so uh, do I, do, does Glubrick know this or does Chris know this? Well, hopefully both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five minutes, I just need Possible to tell Chris Glubrick. doesn't know this. <laughs> Chris still not sure. <laughs> yeah, but Glubrick is. I'm yeah. like, ha papa. No, no. Oh, I've, I've used my turn, haven't I? I'm going to say that's a bonus action. Oh, thank you very much. Rage! Mm. And I run at one of the eggs and just, yeah, I clobber it. I like hammer it down with my fists. <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah, roll me an attack roll. 21. 21, yeah, and roll me for damage. Oh, great. 16. 16, yeah, you absolutely smash through one of the orbs and the memory that was taken from you returns. What was the memory? The memory that was taken from you was, well, actually, you can choose. It's up to you. It'd be interesting to see what Glubrick does here. So the memories that were taken from you is that Ingano rummaged around in your mind and took all of the memories of you uh, when you were in a rage that, that Glubrick has forgotten, all of the evil, bad things he did with it when he was in a rage. They are now all back in your mind. Ooh. Now will Glubrick repress those memories? Oh, wow. That's really good so i have a choice where i can remember what i did yeah so you you don't remember anything when you go into a rage but she found those memories within you and put them in this egg which you've now destroyed and they have returned to you i'm gonna repress it for now and i'm gonna be like <laughs> right well that's something to deal with at the end of this fight those repressed memories very good and one of the orbs is out of there and you see once you smash the egg the lady in garno stops chuckling stops laughing she winces in pain and lets out a mighty scream and it looks like she is not happy about that egg being destroyed oh not laughing anymore are you you Ooh, big big so asshole Someone loves her eggs. <laughs> Good one, Henley. Yeah. All right, what are you, Ingano or the Easter Bunny? Here comes an arrow. <laughs> Howdy, team. Dave Hearn, your GM here. Today's episode is supported by Where the Stars Fell, which is an amazing supernatural fantasy fiction podcast where the biggest twist is only the beginning. And what doesn't kill you? It's just another mystery. Where the Stars Fell is set in a mysterious Oregon town where the Antichrist and her guardian angel are forced to work together to stop the religious rapture. But also, they don't know any of that yet. The best part about this podcast is that the mystery of it encourages the audience to theorize and engage with it. So my latest theory as to why Dr. Ed Tucker is unable to die is that they are already dead spooky now you can find and listen to where the stars fell anywhere you listen to your podcast and our thanks to where the stars fell for their support get on over to where you find your podcast guys get listening it is an absolute diamond one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra 
and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> and it is Headley Whispers turn. Yeah, I, I've already <laughs> set it up, so why not? <laughs> I've cast Hunter's Mark on her, so I can do a lot more damage to her than I can to the egg. This, this is D&D, guys, tactics. Yeah. Just to be clear also, the destruction of the egg did damage her. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to ignore the eggs because I've done. The, uh, I'm focusing on her, and I that's my character is based around doing damage to one target. So I'm going to fire another longbow shot at her. Yeah, there is still a mirror image of Lady Ingarna. So roll me a d20. Okay, yeah, I got a fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, with your uh, with your hunter's mark and your expert hunting skills, uh, you are able to discern the illusionary image from the real one, and your you fire your arrow. Roll me for attack. 14. 14. Your arrow glances harmlessly off of her armor. Oh. Should have gone for the egg. I should have gone for the egg. Should have gone for the egg. They're unarmored eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I laid an egg. Uh. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no. We're doomed. Lady Agado catches the arrow and just says, Exquisite. Oh, oh, that was better. Oh, that wasn't oh, better. God, this never end. <laughs> <laughs> All these terrible yokes. Uh, no. Oh, no, that was a good one. Very good. Excellent. All right. Inspiration. Um, no. Damn. <laughs> so at least now I know which one is real now, right? So the the mirror image we could ignore. Oh, yes. great. Yeah, yeah. Gloobit wasn't listening though. Which one is it? <laughs> the, the one that I just didn't hit with an arrow is. Oh, God, okay. I understand that's confusing because I didn't hit them both with an arrow. Because <laughs> I missed. Yeah. But, Glubrick, you do you. I'll do the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> You're egg boy now. Oh, egg boy. <laughs> it is now Lady Ingano's turn, and she begins to cast Tapestry of Corruption. What the hell is that? This is something of my own creation. So she's still got memories from Henley and Eric. So Henley, she uh, sees the arrow thud into her chest and she sort of claws her hand towards the egg as if like rummaging through the memory that it's taken from you. And she just closes her eyes, kind of like a sort of, she seems quite at peace and she sort of, a small smile just creeps across her face and she just goes, and she just crushes her hand and the memory of all of your archer training is removed. Oh, wow. (laughs) And you now have a disadvantage on all attack rolls. Instead, your your memories of being an archer have been replaced by being a skilled juggler. Oh, well, (laughs) that that could work out in my favor. I can pivot. So Henley now just has no memory of ever being an archer, and he thinks he is a juggler. That's a real shame. At the start of your next turn, you can make an intelligent saving throw to determine whether or not you can retrieve that memory. But for now, you take... 13 damage. Oh, oh well. Can someone break that egg? What is she? Some sort of practical yoker? I already did a yoke joke. No, you didn't. didn't hear oh, Don't feel bad. God, I'm really trying hard to get inspiration, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave your egg. You're on your own. Right, I'm going to do some egg juggling next turn. You carry on. <laughs> and Ghoul, it is now your turn. All right, so I think Ghoul is going to look at Ingano. How, like, what's the distance between them? Are they quite far away? Wait, what's the... You're within about 30 feet. Okay. So he just walks up to Ingano very slowly with outstretched arms and just looks deep into the terrifying metal face that he sees before him and just whispers, Who hurt you? (laughs) 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 Who hurt you? And do you try to hug Lady Agado? Yeah, I think Ghoul's just trying to make her feel better. Okay, you can roll me roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Is this a genuine attempt to, to calm her down? Well, I'm figuring like it's all in the mind, so it's all about how you're feeling, how you're thinking. You're not just trying to trick her into a painful hug? No, actually, I was just trying to okay, yeah. calm her down. Calm her down. <laughs> 
Oh, it's a 14. She is going to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, come on. She gets a 12. Ah! Oh, wow. <laughs> so she looks at you and says, oh, Well, it was my father. And she goes to hug you. It always is. It always <laughs> is. And then they have a little hug, I guess. Oh, well, she'll take damage. <laughs> so yeah. you deal, roll me 4d6 damage. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lot of damage, isn't it? Oh, wow. Eight. And yes, she takes eight damage and she recoils and hisses back at you. If she didn't have trust issues before. Oh no! She's got trust issues now. (laughs) But so angry is she, she just grips you in her hand and she will continue to take damage as long as she holds you. But she is currently squeezing the life out of you. Ouch! I didn't mean it! I didn't mean it! And it is now Eric's turn. You can't make an omelette. Without breaking some eggs. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. I don't do anything. I cast, I, cast a, I cast magic missile on one of those eggs. I'm not having them take my memories. And what level are you casting magic missile at? Let's try this at second level. Second Ooh. level. So as you conjure three magical darts, or yes. four, ma- no, four magical darts, you see Lady Ingano mutter something under oh. her breath. And your darts just extinguish in midair. Well, that's it. That's so annoying because they're like automatic hits, right? Yeah. yeah. And she has cast counter spell. Wizard. No experience points for you there. Very good. <laughs> yes, Chris. Good? Thank you. Give me that was a very give me good inspiration one. I now. Think was very good. You could have inspiration, Chris. Can I actually? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's you a can. good day. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Adam, do you want to use your bonus action or movement? I use my bonus action to go, ah, oh, that's just, and kick the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so the orbs already have memories, so they uh, they just continue to glow. And it is now the lair action. Ghoul, next to you appears an image of Fungus. <gasps> oh no! And he is, yeah, he is just smiling and he is preparing to cast poison spray. Roll me an investigation check. Okay. 11. You are hit with poison spray and you take 12 damage. Ah! Ouch! But the damage is not poisonous. It is psychic damage. So you take the full 12 damage. Ouch. Oh, wow. (laughs) Powerful person. Glubrick, it is your turn. Right, how far am I from the other egg? You're close enough to, to reach it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go step on it. There are, Yeah, there are two eggs remaining. Hit the egg that's got my archery skills in it. <laughs> well, that is kind of useful. E- Eric, what, what, what memories do you think they took of yours? I don't remember, Gluebrick. Okay, we'll <laughs> go through this. That's true. Okay, and I club a club, club, which whatever Henley's was. The, uh, the egg containing Henley's memories. Very good. Roll yes, me please. an attack roll. Yes, mate. 24. 24, Ooh. yeah. And roll me for damage. Oh, again, 16. 16, yeah. You shatter the egg and you see these wisps of memory just rifle straight back into Henley's mind. And Henley is oh. no longer a juggler. He is an archer once again. Oh, thank God. And as that happens, my tail kind of somehow makes a thumbs up <laughs> to you. Being like, I've got you, Henley. Yeah, and my tail spells out in calligraphy in the air. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and you look to Lady Ingano and she winces as she takes more damage and she is not looking great. It is now Henley's turn. And Henley draws his bow again, remembering how to how to use it and says, thanks for the memories. <laughs> do. <laughs> oh, God. That's what Gloom You know what? I don't appreciate oh, this negativity boo. for you. <laughs> boo. And are you going for Lady Ingano? Yeah, it's a bad one again. Do I have inspiration for my brilliant pun? <laughs> no, you're getting negative inspiration. No. Yeah, it was a 12. And again, your arrow just glances off of her armor. Utterly disappointing when you miss. <laughs> it really is. She picks up the arrow that you just fired at her and the other one, and uh, she just starts juggling. Is she juggling with Ghoul? Because is she still holding Ghoul? I feel yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. she's juggling being squeezed Ghoul. to death. She's yeah. juggling Ghoul yeah. and the arrows. Yeah. But before she takes more damage from Ghoul, she is going to use another one of her psychic disruptions. So she still has Eric's memories. And what she took from Eric, she took the memory of you and Thunden kissing. And she took the memory of Thunden falling for you. And instead, Eric, the memory is replaced with her telling you that she used you and the happy boys to blow up the reactor. That's so... 
so bad. That's, I don't like that. That's the behavior of a devil. That isn't is it? devilish. Let's, 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 yeah, let's take a moment to appreciate yeah, how devilish. That really is. That, that's fiendish. Fiendish. Oh. And you hear the voice of Thunden ringing in your mind that she thinks you're pathetic just before she shoves you through the portal. And you take 16 damage. Oh my God. Adam must be dead. Oh, yeah. Definitely. No. And Eric yeah. is down. Oh, no. Eric, oh. I can heal you. I just can't touch you. Someone save me. And uh, that was her bonus action. And for her action, she is going to make a dexterity check. Glubrick, can you make, can you roll me a dexterity saving throw? I'm rolling well today. Thank you. Do you want to tell me what it is? (laughs) 17. (laughs) 17. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is not enough as she launches Ghoul at Glubrick. And Glubrick, you take 4d6 damage. Oh, no. Yeah, you do. Oh my god. I'm a cursed mushroom. 13. Thank <laughs> you. Oh god, you rolled really high. Zubrick, I'm wow. sorry that I'm so powerful. Still got 21, so I'm okay. And Ghoul, it is now your turn. Oof. Oh golly. I'm just going to cast Healing Word on Eric. Healing Word? So you don't have to touch me? Yeah, I actually don't have to touch you. I have Healing Word. Yeah, absolutely. Roll for healing. I love that for me. It's a two. It is enough to stabilize him. And Eric is back with two health points. So yes. No, no, so it's, a, so it's six, sorry, because it's 1d4 plus four. So you've got six health points. Six, nice. And Eric is back on his feet. He's alive, but he's probably now just in agony just because of the <laughs> mental torment of the memory, false memory. It is now Eric's turn. Eric, roll me a intelligence saving throw. 11. You still believe the memory <laughs> is true and you take yeah. another 11 damage and you are back down. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, mate, this is brutal. So what happens to Eric? He stands up. He goes, ah, that's it. I'm back on my feet. No, she betrayed me. And I'm down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Down again. It is still the lair action. And so, Ghoul, roll me a investigation check. That's a four, Dave. Fungus comes at you again <laughs> with another poison spray doing nine damage. Fuck off, Gus! You are unable to discern whether or not it is real. And you take uh, another nine damage. And Glubrick, it is your turn. Seeing all this around me and noticing that my, like my friends are just are just being a bit shit, <laughs> I just go, go, it's not real. Just believe it's not real it's not and real. you won't get hurt. Okay, all right. Okay. I saw it fixed um, <laughs> turn to Eric and I'm like Eric I don't know if you can hear me but I just heard you say that she betrayed you I don't know who you think betrayed you but it definitely wasn't the German woman what's her name <laughs> anyone what's her name Thunden Thunden yeah really yeah wow what <laughs> was that Glubrick or Chris <laughs> no that was Glubrick <laughs> yeah it was both I lied <laughs> Thinden didn't betray you. And I'm like, I'm sorting out this egg. And is there a weapon anywhere? <laughs> what about Mooch? Where's Mooch? He was here. Mooch? Can he be a weapon? Yeah, would you say Mooch just appears next to you and is like, yes. Mate, could you go back in your portal and get me a weapon? Well, he seems pretty up for just being whatever we need. He could just be the weapon. Use him as a weapon? Yeah. Fucking great. Oh, screw it. I've made the choice. I'm going to pick him up and just whack him on the egg. Seems to me. <laughs> You're going to run over to the egg and use Mooch as a weapon. Great. So, uh, yeah, you pick up Mooch and, uh, yeah, roll me an attack roll. And Mooch is like, no, what are you doing? What are you doing? 25. 25. Yeah, you hit that egg and roll me damage. 16. So, yeah, you smash that last egg and you see Eric's memory of Thunder return to him. And, Eric, you won't have to roll uh, a saving throw on your next turn. Thank God for that. What's happened to Mooch? Oh, sorry, yeah. Mooch is... uh, So, yeah, Mooch is just, like, splattered in the egg and he's just, like, covered in gunk and he's just like, Well, that was explosive. (laughs) Aww. He's trying to get involved in the <laughs> yeah, he won't. That's sweet. He won't be in the gang. Sweet, no. Mooch, you're disgusting. Oh, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, he- Henley, I think it's your turn next. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> How's Ingarno looking now? She's lost all her eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've just smashed another egg, and she's going to take yeah. some more damage. And I'll be honest, she is not looking great. She is howling and writhing in pain. So I say, well, all your eggs are gone, but don't worry, there's still plenty on your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
egg on your face. Come a on. Groaner. <laughs> Why are they all groaner? <laughs> I want one that's going to give me sonic inspiration. You did so and well. Be better, last Henry. Be better. There's a limit to egg puns. Okay, I'm going to fire another sodding arrow. Yes, that's a th- 23. 23. Yeah, that hits. Roll me for damage. I do a lot of damage. That's 16 damage. Whoa! So I get my normal damage, plus I get my Hunter's Mark damage, plus I get my dreadful strikes because I'm a weird fey creature. Oh. And it adds up to 16. I am, yeah. I'm all weird and fey. I'm a fey wanderer. Oh, I thought you were just like a bloke. (laughs) (laughs) He's a wandering wandering fey geezer. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that either. I really underestimated I didn't know that about D&D. You know you get this. At third level, blokes can drive white vans. (laughs) (laughs) You're one of them. I wander the fey wilds, cool. Oh, right. Cool. You know, I'm a a mystical creature of of different realms. I'm sure you are, Henry. You're so unimpressive. What? <laughs> I just did 16 damage to a hell god. I've been t- I did that three times in a row. Tags. <laughs> <laughs> and your 16 damage, I've just done the maths on this. You, it, your arrow thuds into her and Lady Encardo is standing just, just still up. And if you've played oh. D&D think you know what that means like i can't believe the numbers have worked out like this oh, what wait what is got it probably mean? got one hit point left she's got okay uh, i want to be the one to kill her me too you might i, I bloody hope so bloody someone hope so. kill her because she's been a nightmare <laughs> it is her turn now and oh god she looks to ghoul and her eyes glow bright with hellfire and she bores a hole through your very soul and <laughs> Make me a wisdom saving throw. Can I roll again? <laughs> what did you get? Right? Doesn't look good. I got a no, four. Four. Oh my god, she's bore. She's going to bore you to death. No. She's going to talk about central yeah. heating systems. <laughs> Actually, Gul is very interested in that. <laughs> Fascinating. Lady Ingano has cast dominate person. Oh, you wow. are now under Lady Ingano's control. Oh, oh, shit. And on your next turn, which is now, Lady Ingano instructs you to attack the nearest person to you it is in fact henley uh, ghoul you you hear a voice in in your mind that just says go ahead hug the archer henley it's <laughs> cuddle time and then just, like, launches himself it's so sinister oh it's such an adorable way to die and he makes his eyes like really big like the puss in boots eyes and just goes like <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Cuddle. If you had to choose how to go, it's not bad. It's not, it's not bad, bad. to be huddled by, to death by, by a tiny mushroom. <laughs> Do I get a, just a saving throw? Well, yeah, it depends. It's so, Ghoul, are you trying to convince Henley to hug you? No, or you I think Henley. So, you know, like those um, flying squirrels, you know, you get video where they're jumping from one thing. Yeah. So, it's just he's kind of jumping. I'm guessing he's still kind of in the palm of Ingano. No, no, he, she threw you. She threw me. Oh, yeah, she threw me. Okay. Well, from wherever I am, I just kind of launch myself like one of those flying squirrels with my arms outstretched, my eyes wide to land, <laughs> kind of on Henley's shoulder kind of around his neck oh it's such a poetic way to go because i we, we used to i used to walk around with ghoul on my shoulder and it was lovely yeah not anymore uh, so yeah roll me opposed dexterity actually we're opposed acrobatics check. i'm coming for you ghoul ghoul no ghoul ghoul stop it mm, curly <laughs> oh oh i got a seven 11. 11 and Uh-oh. ghoul flying squirrel lands <laughs> on henley's neck and henley you take 4d6 damage. Oh, damage. Oh, my God, the pun anticipation. Oh, I could survive. Oh, I took exactly 13, which is exactly how many health points oh, I have left. Oh, wow. And Henley says, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and Henley is down. As he falls unconscious, he says, inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Does he get it? Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to give you that because he's Yay! down. <laughs> it's meaningless because he's unconscious. <laughs> so, Eric, it is your turn. We're, we're saying that my, my kind of home rule rule for the death stuff is that you're still conscious. You're still able to participate. You just can't, like, perform actions and stuff. But first thing, roll me a death saving throw. 
Three. That's a fail. Oh, okay. So that is one failure for Eric. So yeah, just to summarize so far. So Henley is down. Mm -hmm. Eric is down. Ghoul is under the influence of Mm -hmm. Lady Agano. The orbs and the little egg things are gone. It is the lair's turn, but the lair will not, cannot affect Glubrick now because you've already figured out the illusion. Oh, I get it. I get it. I know exactly what's going on. And Glubrick, you are the only one left standing. And I turn around and go none of this is real and i just walk away no (laughs) No, i do not do that i do not do that (laughs) okay so where is ghoul he's just cuddling he's just cuddling he's just been instructed to cuddle so until he gets told otherwise he's going to continue i think i'm going to use my five second rule oh okay a five second rule that's actually a game that is you've you've named it that needs a better name doesn't it yeah Uh, five second destiny fiver fiver I'm, I'm using my fiver. <laughs> no, I, ti- my timely five. My timely five. <laughs> I'm using my timely five. Your tight five. <laughs> my tight five. Tight five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, you're using your tight five. Uh, so, you roll me two d8s worth of damage. Right. What's that? It fell on the floor. Eight. Yeah. That was an eight. That was an eight. Oh, God. 14. You take 14 damage. You, you've got seven hit points have, left. Oh, this is not good. No. Oh, no. So you look five seconds into the future. Reality bends and distorts. And you see that Lady Ingano uses her next action to instruct Ghoul to dive at the corpse of Eric, causing him two automatic failures on his death saving oh. throws which will kill Eric oh, no. and take a piece of his soul okay so I, I need to work out if I need to do I hit ghoul do you I... haven't just used your turn to do that have you that'd be a real shame no 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 that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a, b- a bonus action bonus <laughs> okay, action yeah. shame if you used your turn to be like well we're gonna lose this <laughs> what's weird is in the five second looking into the future I just stood there looking at it <laughs> so I don't like that version of Glubrick so seeing what I see I suddenly know that ghoul is going to run towards Eric so I run to to meet Ghoul on that journey Ghoul and started moving towards yeah. Eric. <laughs> like, a, like a cuddly Terminator. Like a Furby. Like a Furby. I'm like, no, cool, you fool. And as I get there, I'm going to try and kick Ghoul towards this monster woman. You'll take damage. Yeah. I will take damage. You'll be cursed. And it might bring me down, but it will most likely bring me down. But uh, Chris, it's... this is an absolute clutch play if you could get her and land this. <laughs> First, roll me an acrobatics check to see if you. And you you can roll it with advantage because you know it's happening. Because you can see the future, right? Because you saw this was going to happen. Yeah. 17. 17, yeah. I, the, the DC was going to be Ghoul's armor class, which is 12, all right? So you manage to kick Ghoul in midair, change his trajectory from Eric towards Whoa. Lady Ingano. But I need you to roll an attack roll on Lady Ingano to see if it's going to hit because you're using Ghoul as an improvised weapon. Oh, I, I thought this would be a lot more simple. Okay. So your first roll was to see if you hit Ghoul, which you did, and now you've got to aim Ghoul at Ingarno. Great. Come on, be a hero, Glubrick. That is a healthy three. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. So, right. So you successfully kick Ghoul. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but he flies wide. I'm wide! I'm going wide! <laughs> Chris, I'm really sorry, mate, but your attack has missed and you're going to have sorry. to take damage from so touching Ghoul. 4d6. 4d6, yeah. So that, okay, okay, that's 17. I am down. Ooh. But can I please, can I have a, a last dying breath? A, a, a thing I can say? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can have a dying breath. Portal! Oh, shit. Okay, I've just realized what you're doing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you are falling to your death, you shout portal, and a portal opens up, and Ghoul flies through it. A second portal opens up next to Lady Ingarno. Hi! Who wants a cuddle? <laughs> Ghoul hurtles towards Lady Ingarno, thudding into her mask and just slapping her body onto Lady Ingarno's. And Lady Ingarno only has one hit point left, so it doesn't matter. Ghoul's infernal curse burns oh, yeah. through to Lady Ingarno. Yes. And she is down. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so Ghoul, Ghoul is now released from her spell, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ghoul has been launched into her body. Uh, and as she lies there, he just looks at her and kind of cradles her body and says, who hurt you? <laughs> Me. <laughs> and then kind of like pats her hair softly. That was great. <laughs> and as Lady Ingarno lays there, uh, her body broken and weakened, she looks to you, Ghoul, and you look around and you see just the, the carnage around. You see Mooch laying in egg albumen and you see Henley down. Eric down, Glubrick down, and in a classic Lady Ingarno move, she smiles and she says, Fools, no. you think you can end me in my own lair? And around her, dark mists start to assemble. The dark forces of the fourth layer of hell gather, and the power of all the secrets she holds start to begin to filter into her body, and it looks as though she is regenerating. And suddenly, you hear a sound like the shattering of reality, and a huge portal opens up a few meters away from you, and you can see Mooch desperately whispering incantations, pouring every last ounce of energy he has trying to keep the portal open, and he just says, guys, come on! Now's your chance. Her hold on this lair is weakened, but I, I can't hold the portal for long. You gotta run. Oh, oh, well, I'm unconscious. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you could have done this earlier. No, no, I couldn't have done it earlier, you fucking idiot, yeah. because she has a hold on the lair. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool, cast healing word. Uh, okay, done. <laughs> Do I heal for a bit? Yeah, yeah, you heal for uh, 1d4. It gets you back up on your feet. Okay, and then I run over and touch Eric and cast Cure Wounds. Nice, and Eric is back up on his feet. Uh, uh, To the portal! What about Glubrick? (laughs) (laughs) Let's leave it! (laughs) (laughs) Unless you save the day. Eric, you you, you heal Glubrick. We're doing a thing here! Yes, but I don't possess... I tell you what, if we've got an hour, I can summon a familiar. Let's just dig in. No, you've cast four lines. You just hear me go, just drag me. We'll sort this out through the other fucking area. He's too big to drag. Well, let's try. Come on. <laughs> we need to grab a leg. <laughs> so we're, he- we're going to just drag Glubrick's body to the portal and, yeah. go, and go, just go as fast as we can. Yeah, yeah Eric and I grab a leg each and yank Glubrick through the portal, shouting, Come on, ghoul! But don't touch. Yeah, come on, ghoul. Just, you know, morale. <laughs> I'll look after you. If you, if you look after me. me. <laughs> and then we jump through. And as you all jump through, you just hear an almighty scream from Lady Ingarno. And you look back and you see Mooch just giving you a little wave. And the portal snaps shut and you are flying once again through the layers of hell. Oh. Thank you for listening to Hell or High Rollers. That was episode 15. I am Dave Hearn and I am your GM. Eric Sanguinis was played by Adam Megiddo, Ellie Morris as Ghoul, Henry Shields as Henley Whispers, and Chris Leesk as Glubrick Bumbledung. Also, a special thanks to the wonderful Noah Marulo for providing the voice of the announcer in the advert at the top of the show. Also, a special shout out has to go to the guys from Total Party Kill Games for creating a wonderful book called The Book of Monstrous Might. I use this book to help me design Lady Ingarno. So thank you guys. And if any budding DMs out there need some inspiration, it is an amazing book. Little bit of free advertising there for you guys. Not sure if I'm allowed to do that, but we're going ahead anyway. Now to advertise our own stuff. If you're liking this podcast, come join our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode description. Your subscription to that page helps fund this podcast and we are so grateful to everyone who has already signed up supporting a lovely little independent business that's us and while you're there on the page you can meet legends like andrea king storm before the calm harriet raymond hansen madeline williams darren depaul julie hayes chase mcpherson james luck good luck and hannah lamond the show is produced by the wonderful gareth tempest and the song is by my good friend max runner good night You'll have a hell of a story to tell You're heading back to life Back to the grind But it ain't that like you knew so well Keep telling myself to stay strong You know I ain't done nothing
where I belong. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- oh, Dr. Tucker, what have I told you about keeping samples in the fridge? <sighs> Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So- if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.